everyone, it's Monday again, and welcome back to the Snakes Cast. I'm David, and with me once again is Mr. Jay Rutley. Glad to be back. Glad to have you here. And today we're going to be talking about organizational games. So point number one, what are we talking about? Organizational games, what we're determining for this podcast is that they are games that have some element of organization to them, whether that is in the theme of the game, uh, which kind of translates to the mechanisms, or if it is directly in the mechanism of the game. Uh, organization isn't really a genre, although you could yeah. probably put one together if you try hard enough. Some might say every game. Yeah, some might say every game. But we're going to have a crack at this and just sort of see where we're going. And I think you had a, a very good sort of entry point to this relating to the solitaire only game actually uh which is rush hour um which for anyone who hasn't played it what is rush hour first of all rush hour is a game where you are stuck in traffic there's 40 60 there's a bunch of different puzzles of a greatly increasing difficulty where you'll set down a number of trucks and cars on a grid according to how the card shows you and then your red car and you basically move the vehicles back and forth to try to create an opening there's been numerous video games uh, for this kind of thing for years and years but rush hour was always a popular one Uh, the company binary arts made legions of these kind of puzzle games for sure and you were relating that back to yeah, I think it all basically comes down to uh, the ancient puzzle game of Tangrams, which has been re-released with different names like Tangos and stuff like that. Uh, Tangrams, where you just have seven uh, geometric shapes, mm-hmm. uh, mostly triangles, and then you get a silhouette and you have to make that silhouette out of these shapes. Right. So it's all about organizing them into a specific combination. But there are literally hundreds and hundreds of possible combinations you can do with just these seven pieces. Sure. And I think we can kind of run straight off from that into one of our first games that we came up with when we were talking about this list, and that is Blockus. Yeah, Blockus is... Oftentimes people will say it's Tetris on a board, but it's not really quite right because they are these different shapes, but you have to fit them onto the board in a very specific manner. Yeah, You can only touch your own pieces corner to corner, so that really limits where you can place them. And the other player is often able to kind of squeak through, so you have to really pay attention. Uh, The organization of where you place them is very important. Yeah, and I mean, it's not tangrammy in the sense of you're trying to create a silhouette, but it does have that similar concept of the specificity of placement is so important to this. And of course, it is a competitive game, unlike Tangram's A Rush Hour, where you're just working on it yourself. Right. Uh, In Blockus or Blockus Duo or Blockus Trigon, whichever, you are (laughs) directly playing against other people and have to worry about that. Is Blockus Trigon a three-player version? Yes. Oh, nice. I haven't seen that. I believe it, it just goes to three. It uses triangles instead of squares. Okay. And then Blockus Duo, of course, is the two-player two version. Player and Blockus is... It can be played two-player, but it's, it's sort it's of intended as a four. four. Yeah. Again, kind of taking the Tangram, but in this case, kind of flipping it completely upside down. Uh, we have a rather fantastic little thing from Gigamic Games called Batik. Yeah. Uh, B-A-T-I-K. Which is one I have, I've never actually played. I've taught it before yeah. uh, as a guru. I've no seen honesty, it on many nor have I. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very, very simple concept. You get this you know, batch of shapes, 
and a uh, almost like a little ant farm. Yeah, like it's a it's a, <laughs> like it's a little a, frame. It's a frame that um, has uh, two pieces of plastic running, clear plastic running between it. And the simple idea of Batik is you pick a piece, you drop the piece into the the ant farm. And you do not want to be the person who places the first piece that peeks over the top. Yeah. And that's the entire game. So it's kind of anti-Tangram in the sense that you're trying to make the most sort of amorphous blob of a wooden shape that you possibly can. You're trying to make it hard to fit more in there, but then not have it backfire on you if the other player finds a sneaky way of getting yeah. something in there. And it's a it's a really smart looking game too. Yeah. It's actually very well presented. Gigamic does this wonderful thing of creating these games that are often about blocking other people or mm-hmm. somehow confusing your opponents in some way and they're always beautiful wooden constructions. They're very good coffee table games. They are actually. Just to leave it out, definition. don't bother putting it in the box. Just leave it on your coffee table. Unless yeah. you've got a dog or something. And actually with Batik you could leave it on the coffee table with all the pieces sticking out of yeah. the thing and it would just look like a piece of modern <laughs> Art. Exactly. Uh, which is great. That's what I always think of when I see the box. Modern art? Modern art, yeah. It seems completely I mean, not Reiner Knitzi of modern art. But, no, that's uh, very different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, there's the extremely famous, uh, nowadays, uh, Uwe Rosenberg game that came out uh, a couple of years ago now, which everybody, you know, Uwe Rosenberg, for those of you who are not familiar with him, is somebody who designs games that you have to crunch through a rule book for 20 minutes before you can play them. They're big, they're monstrous, uh, they're usually fiendishly difficult to do well at and then he released patchwork yeah which is so cute you can learn it in (laughs) six minutes so talk us through it is probably i don't i don't know if it still is but for a long time it was probably the most popular two-player kind of date game at the cafe fair enough uh for people who wanted some strategy yeah uh very quick to learn but it is a game of competitive quilting where each player is trying to fit a number of patches into their quilting board and ideally fill it in exactly much like you would with tangrams the difference is that these patches are available in a ring around a central time track and anytime you do something gaining patches adding it on you move ahead on this time track and if you pass the other player, it's their turn. So keeping track of not only the organization of what you need to fit onto your board is mm-hmm. important, but also paying attention to which patches are available to purchase this turn and not helping the other player get something that would be good for them. Well, and the, the kind of coolest piece of organization for me in this is there are five mini patches yeah, that are on this time ones. track and when, if you're the first person to pass it you get it for free and it's just one square yeah. so it doesn't help you much but it fills in that that, really that one can really hole. get you yeah but if you end up taking a patch that isn't of absolutely critical benefit to you and you stop the square before the mini patch on the time track yeah. you have just handed it to your opponent there is yes. no way that even if they skip their turn they will get that yeah and i have had games where i have lost because i haven't been able those to. those are very important they really are because every space you do not fill in your board you lose points yeah and i i've never completed a board myself my wife's done it once on the app um which I, incidentally there's a spectacular app for this i've seen it done I don't know how legit it was, but... <laughs> this one was legit. I watched the game. It was it was an excellent... Well, I was playing the game. Uh, and it was an excellent fill of the grid. Um, but yeah, it's, an, it's, a, it's a great game. Uh, and it has spawned some larger games we're going to come yeah. on to on Wednesday that are sort of on a similar premise. Well, with that, we're going to call this a day. Um, hopefully, you have now got a better idea of what we're talking about by way of organizational games. Uh, we certainly do, which yeah. is great. And um, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about some slightly more complicated ones on Wednesday. So we'll see you then. Mm-hmm.
Thank you.